0: Alright, got my new Turtles game ready to go. Time to make it my own. Let's bust out all my old toys from when I was a kid. No, there's not many left. I guess I'll go buy some new Turtles toys and... Well, they don't really look like the Turtles that are, you know, on the game, but... Nah, screw it. Putting them on there anyways. Alright. How's it look, guys? You look like shit, man. Here, have another beer. This'll make you feel better. Hold on. Uh Hold (laughs) on. What's up guys and welcome back to episode 2 of the Hardy Pinball podcast, the one about grain and mods. The game is here guys. I've got it set up and I'm sure some of you out there have even watched my unboxing video that I have on my channel. I released that yesterday and <laughs> and honestly, uh the the feedback that I'm getting on it is very mixed, more mixed than usual. Um a lot of the times the good outweighs the bad, but uh, without a doubt, even while editing the video, guys, I really do understand why there is a little bit more of a down votes on this one than there is up votes, and I get it. It's definitely not my best work. It is my first unboxing though. And whereas I could have just easily just not shown anything at all and just, you know, kept everything to myself and just casually put the machine together and just enjoy it, I decided to share that with everybody else and just make it a little bit more interesting by throwing in some eating of really grotesque uh, versions of pizza. So if you care to watch that, it is definitely on my channel for your enjoyment. But without a doubt, it has been a very busy weekend for me, so I was exhausted and have been exhausted to where I haven't even really been able to play my game as much as I would like. I haven't even got it leveled completely yet and set up to where I can really enjoy it. That is on my to-do list today. I've been contacted by a few of you out there on how my machine looks and how it plays, were there any issues, and things of that nature. So let's get into that. My game looks great. As of right now, going over the playfield and the cabinet, I am not finding anything that really stands out to me. I do not see any issues or potential issues or anything like that. Now, still, I have not played that many games on it, so there's definitely room for error. But I, as of right now, my playfield doesn't have any kind of like dimpling or pooling or the grain on the playfields or anything like that and that's what we're about to get into is that I was contacted recently by Joel from Just Another Pinball Podcast available on the Pinball Network asking me how my playfield looked because he just recently got his Ninja Turtles Pro as well and evidently his playfield has the grainy artwork effect which I mentioned in my previous episode and so it would seem I was trying to correlate what play fields would be affected by this and mine doesn't have it and also something to kind of like you know put two and two together is that chances are as of right now this is a lot of speculation guys this isn't like hardcore facts but from what I'm gathering it would seem those of you that do not have art underneath the far left star post on the layer area if you do not have art the chances are you're probably going to have grainy artwork on your playfield. That is two data points that I'm able to put together as of right now that would indicate some sort of you know pattern on basically if your playfield's good or bad. My playfield has the art, and everything looks good. The colors pop. It's nice and smooth. It is as if, you know, Zombie Yeti would appreciate what he has done. Now, when you have art that is all grainy and looks the way it does that is not what you know jeremy was hoping that would be on the game so this is something that i know is hitting quite a few of you out there and it's got to be disappointing i know that i would be disappointed greatly now the build date on my cabinet is august 3rd which is the same build date as joel's my play field is july 23rd I can't remember what his is, but the thing is, I'm curious as if these plate builds came from the same place in the printing process, or, because the chances are that at some point they have switched over, or they had two different kinds of vendors running at the same time. The only reason I would see no art being on the post opposed to having art is, is that at some point in time during their release of their first run of Pros, or LEs, they saw that there was an issue with the pooling on the clear coat on that post. So they basically went back to the drawing board on the art process and was like, hey, let's remove the art around there. That way the clear coat can adhere directly to the wood. And they started running more playfields. And evidently in that process, something may have been going wrong with their printer. That's why we're getting the effects that we are. or The clear coat is once again messing with the playfield in another different type of way that we're seeing with the grainy artwork. And what's even funnier is that there are those of you out there that haven't even noticed this. I'm pretty sure Stern was crossing their fingers hoping that people wouldn't notice this if they even noticed it. And that's what's even more upsetting to me, and like I stated in my previous episode, is that no one noticed this at the factory. When they're down on the assembly line, going through and through, mounting all this stuff to the plate field, it's not being flagged, and that is an issue. Will Stern make it right? What are they going to do to fix this issue? That is yet to be determined. As of right now, the information I'm getting is that we don't know yet. So at this point, I believe the flags are going up, And Stern is starting to take notice of this and they will make a decision pretty shortly and getting that information out to the distributors on how this issue can be resolved. So if you have your Turtles game and you do not have art under that star post on the left, take a look at your art. Is it grainy? Is it nice and smooth and silk? Whatever. That is up to you to decide. Take pictures of it. Make it known on Penside. Let's raise this issue. Let's see if we can get it fixed. And I think that's what was sad about me going to the Penside thread about this whole issue is that there's a lot of people that were just like, "Yeah, this is what my playfield looks like." I I just thought that's how the game usually looks. And I'm I'm thinking that's what probably Stern was hoping that people would just accept it and be like, "Yeah, that's just how it looks." I guess okay. Moving on. No. That is definitely not the way the art should look. That is not what Jeremy intended his art to look like for everyone to enjoy. We all know how colorful and great the artwork is on everything that he's done. And for us to pay thousands of dollars and get a play field that is completely just not fully representing what he's done is not a good thing for this hobby. Once I get my game set up and put a lot more games on it, then maybe some issues will start to, you know, present themselves to me. But as of right now, I'm very pleased with what I have. And I know that this is all anecdotal, but take it for what I've got and just let it be known that as of right now, I'm happy. But if things change, trust me, <laughs> I will make it known. So now that I've got my game, I'm starting to really peruse the modding section and what is currently available on the market and what people have done for their own machines. Now, during this process, I've come across some really cool things and I've come across some things that I just kind of have to stand back and go, really? I mean, you think that looks good, but okay. And this is my, this is my issue guys. It's not even really an issue. When I scroll through Pinside and people are showing off their games and what they've done to them, the only thing is, is that I'm glad it's not my machine sometimes. I'm like, it's your machine. You paid for it. If you like it, go with it. Do what you want to with your game. That is fine with me. And, um, I'm, but I'm not one of those that I hop on Pinside and just go, you know what? That looks like shit. I'm going to make sure he knows. No, but I will hop on a pin, um on my podcast right here and let it be known that I don't care for Mods. If they look like mods, the best kind of mod is the ones that don't look like mods. If you look inside a game and scroll around with your eyes, just to kind of look at the game and admire it. And something sticks out a red flag. That's like, no, that doesn't look like it goes there or something like that. Chances are that's not a good mod. Then one of the mods that I have to pinpoint out that looks really good is from Lear mods. And it's the crane mod that basically makes it look more like a premium in le by going up there in the pop bumpers it lights up with the uh flasher that's underneath the pop bumpers looks pretty good i'm more than a lot going to be getting that it's currently retailing at 119 dollars damn some other mods that i remember seeing were basically like sewer pipes that go over the rails i think i've seen someone post something about that and i'm from the just my memory i think that looked pretty good too so i'm looking forward to seeing where that goes but people are not just physically modding this game. You have those that are actually going into the pinball browser and utilizing the ability to change the music, change graphics and stuff like that on the game. So I am really excited about this because that gives me a chance to really make the game my own. But also as I'm going through some of the images and and I'm just gonna pinpoint it out right now, like Delt. Uh, everyone that's on Pinside I'm sure, as aware of who this person is. I'm seeing things that he's doing with this game, and it looks really good. I'm like, man, that looks really good. I cannot wait to start messing around and seeing what I can do with mine, or even better yet, if he makes it available to just download what he's done, that'll be even easier. But I'm liking what he's doing. He's implementing a lot of the Turtles arcade, some of the 80s cartoon motifs in there, soundtracks from even the movie, like you know, ninja rap and stuff like that. It's all looking and sounding really good. Uh, I just have to kind of laugh a little bit about this because you have those that are getting paid at Stern to create all of this from nothing a lot of the times and then they get it out there to the world and everybody's like yeah it's nice but I'm I'm just going to get rid of it and I'm going to put in all this stuff that was from like 20 plus years ago <laughs> inside of this game because it looks it sounds better than what these people have created so I have to laugh a little bit about that because that's just the way it is so for those of you that have listened to my previous episodes I tend to throw out little jabs here and there at certain people within this hobby. And it is meant to be completely anonymous, but only those of you out there that are deep into the hobby would know what I might be referencing it to or who I might be calling out or whatever like that. And it's a tongue in cheek, just, you know, a quick little jab, just to. It's all fun. It's all it's supposed to be. <laughs> so. Uh, I've already gotten a couple of messages from people that caught the references or whatever. And so far it's all been good. So it hasn't been like, oh, I can't believe you said that, you know, or whatever, any kind of hatred towards me. And that's not what I'm wanting guys. So by all means, for those of you out there, fellow podcasters, YouTubers, pinball content creators, let it be known that when slash if I mention certain things, it's all in good fun. I love you guys. It's pinball. Let's have fun. That's what it is. With that being said, the most recent jab back at me, I thought was kind of funny because I didn't even catch it. (laughs) I get messaged like, hey, Carrie, you got a really interesting shout out on the most recent Super Awesome Pinball show. And I was like, really? I'm only about halfway through. I didn't catch it. Where's it at? And he's like, it's in the intro. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) that's probably why I didn't catch it, because I skipped through it. And that was part of the reason why uh, Franchi put it in the intro is because I mentioned on my uh, pilot episode that really long intro podcast, I usually just skip through it. So I messaged him back. I was like, touche, because I honestly did not catch it and I wouldn't have caught it. So now what he's done means that, you know, maybe every other podcast can start implementing this into their intros as little Easter eggs for whether it be jabs or just some interesting little tidbits to kind of freshen it up, make it interesting, make it uh, make it a reason for me to go, damn it, I'm going to have to listen to this intro because you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, think, I think what hurts me the most is that he hasn't messaged me back yet, Franchi. Come on, man. I mean, I'm only going to be disheartened if he actually took offense to my pilot episode comments about other pinball podcasts and what their strategy or their style is no that's the joy of the hobby, guys and podcasts and other content creators is that you do what you do and i'm gonna do what i do if it works for you then do it we're just gonna see how things go guys the perk about me not being under a network or under any other name is that i'm able to do what i do And if repercussions happen, if I get shot out of the sky for whatever reason, I'm not bringing anybody down with me. It's just me going down in flames. So I would take that to note that I don't want to bring anybody down with me. So that's that's all that is. So when I get questioned about why I'm not part of said group or whatever, it's mainly because I don't want to have to worry about messing with anybody else and those people being guilty just by association there it is all right guys that's gonna wrap this episode up until next time peace out i'm hoping that he hasn't responded back to me maybe because he's taking a nap or maybe playing with barlow or something like that i don't know Come on. Come on, Fred You better be a damn good sport. Bring it on. Message me back. Love you long time.